0: We're going to be jumping right in um to, to the word that I have for you. I won't won't be long, as they say. I won't be long. Uh, but we do want to. Um, celebrate the past uh, speakers from this series. So certainly, Elder Sylvester Edwards started us off strong, and then uh, Elder Gwen Finley came right on in there, and then uh, Elder Carrie Goodman uh, last week, and then I'm your anchor uh, to finish up in the series. Confidence to finish strong. My subject is actually the, the title really for this whole entire, this whole entire um, segment, Confidence to Finish Strong. Um, but I have a, a subtitle, if you will, which is a question um, that I am posing to you, a question that I am posing to myself, a question that I am posing to all of us as we think about confidence to finish strong. I want you to think about and what I want to talk about tonight is who do you need to become? Some of you here are saying, wow, Elder Charvette, there's only a few more days left in 2022. And so what could I do with those next few days? And what I'd like to uh, color our conversation with, and what I'd like to for us to think about, is setting you up for 2023. So I, I feel like my with well, my little chat here, our little conversation here today, is really the bridge between 2022 and 2023, and the aspirations and the goals and the visions that you have for your family, for your life, for your retirement for your businesses, your jobs, your children, your school, your education, all of that. I want you to be thinking about what are the things that you are planning and you're thinking and you're wanting and you're dreaming to do related to ministry as well for 2023 and how do you have the confidence to finish those things strong? And I want to start with us thinking about who do we need to become. Um, You know, Michelle Obama's first, uh, her first book, she's got a second book out she's doing a tour on, but her first book was Becoming, right? Because we're always evolving and we're always becoming. And so I'd love to look at this first scripture here, um, Romans 12 and 2, and it says, be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. And so that kind of second clause, be ye transform, that lets me know that there is a change. There is someone else that we have to become. I wonder how many of you, how many of you remember um, the movie The Transformers? How many of you remember? Transformers, right? The the little car that turned in or the truck or the cab that turned into uh, this, you know, this machine, this fighting machine to fight the galactical, uh, you know, beings that were out there, right? Those small things, that small car and that small truck. We had to become something else to what, achieve its, its next mission. And so as we think about confidence to finish strong, there are two things that I'm submitting to you that we need to become. And I, and I say we, I throw myself into this conversation right along with you. Um, I throw myself right in. And so the first thing that you need to become is you need to become a confidence coach, Now, this confidence coach is not for anyone else. It is you talking to you. Yes, I'm giving you permission to talk to yourself, to talk to your mindset. In this next season, as we transition and slide out of 2022, but really preparing ourselves for 2023 and we think about this topic of confidence to finish strong the first thing that you're going to need to become if you not if you aren't already is a confidence coach and a confidence coach to yourself, to talk to yourself about confidence. Now, some of you might be saying, I don't, you know, I don't have a lot of confidence or I don't have confidence in the area that I want to have confidence in or whatever the scenario is. Um, But what's so beautiful about us as Christians and as believers is that we always can go back to the word of God um, to tie into whatever we need to pull on. And so if we look at Proverbs 3 and 26, for the Lord shall be thy confidence and shall keep thy foot from being taken. The Lord shall be thy confidence. So if you're in a place of, I don't have any confidence, guess what? The Lord will be your confidence. If you feel like you have a little bit of confidence, if you feel like you have whatever or you don't have confidence in the area that you want to have it in, you can rely and lean on the Lord being your confidence. Why? Because he is trustworthy. He is consistent. He has a good track record with us. He's not sitting in heaven figuring out what he's doing. He's not caught off guard. He's not caught by surprise. And so we can rest in that confidence in knowing that he knows what's going on and he is our confidence. Thank you so much again for those that are coming on in New Jerusalem International Christian Ministries. We see you. Thank you so much for all of the comments that are that are coming in and we're just finishing up the series about confidence to finish strong. And I'm submitting to you a question as my subtopic here of who do you need to become? Who do I need to become to have the confidence to finish strong? So the first thing is you need to become a confidence coach to yourself not to anyone else i am writing you a permission slip that 2023 can be about you all right i'm writing you a permission slip but let me let me delve into confidence a little bit more let me kind of sit in this for a little while because there are some misconceptions about confidence There are about three misconceptions. There probably are more, but there are three misconceptions about just the word confidence and having confidence that I want to I want to deal with uh, with us tonight. So the first misconception is that confident people are confident in all areas of their lives. That is a misconception and actually a limiting belief. Sometimes I want you to get in your mind right now and think about somebody who you think is confident just kind of in your mind, think through, hmm, I feel like that person is really confident. I feel like that person is really confident. And a lot of times when we kind of look at people, maybe in awe or aspire to be like them and we deem them and we classify them as confident, we make the assumption that they are confident in every area of their life. And let me give you a spoiler alert. That is not the case. That is not the case. I wonder how many of you remember um, Scandal. How many of you remember the TV show Scandal um, with Shonda Rhimes, right? And so Olivia Pope, Olivia Pope is the main character uh, in this. And she is one of those types of characters who she's a fixer. Um, If there was something that was going to be a scandal, they would swoop in, bring her in. She knew what to do. She knew how to fix things. She knew who to talk to. She was so confident in this space of making sure things were taken care of, except for what? two areas, her love life and her relationship with her father. So that's a misconception. If you're looking at people saying, I feel like they're so confident as we think about the confidence to finish strong, let's dispel the myth that people that we look at that are, that we feel are confident are confident in 100% of the areas of their lives. And that is typically not the case. They have figured out how to just be strong in those areas and focus on their strengths. The next misconception as we think about confidence is that you need 100% confidence. A lot of times people think about confidence in the place of, I need to operate at 100%. Um, I, um, I, I, if I don't have 100%, I can't move in the direction that I want to go. I can't move and work on the things that I want to work on for my life and for my business because I'm not at 100% confidence. And so in Hebrews, Hebrews 10 and 35 says, cast not away, therefore your confidence which have great recompense of reward. So some people are looking at having, I have 10% confidence. I have 20% confidence. I have 30% confidence and they're dismissing. And you might be dismissing the amount of confidence you have when the Bible tells us, don't throw it away. Whatever level of confidence you think you, you have, don't throw it away because it has a great recompense of reward. And here's the other thing specific to this conversation around confidence and us being able to have the confidence to finish strong. A lot of times, again, you're thinking, I need 100% confidence to operate. Even if we talk to people like, I'm sure like Oprah Winfrey or a Tyler Perry or some of those people that we feel have aspired and reached a great um, place in their lives and businesses and all of that. And the different moves that they made and the different things that they did, we might be making the assumption that they moved with 100% confidence. But let me tell you, you don't need 100% confidence. You just need a little bit more confidence than fear. You just need, so we think about 100%, if you just get to 51% confidence, you still could operate with 49% of feelings of fear. We know that God did not did not give us a spirit of fear or anxiousness. We know that those moments come, but guess what? You can operate and move. That's why Hebrews is telling us, Hebrews 10 and 35, cast not away therefore your confidence, which hath great recompense of Reward. So, whatever you are aspiring to do, even if your knees are shaking, even if your hands are shaking, operate, step out, and move forward. All you need to do is push and get a little bit more confidence than the fear or the anxious feelings that may be coming up for you. The third um, misconception as we think about confidence and who we need to become. And I'm, I am submitting to you that you want to become your own confidence coach in this season. You're going to need to talk yourself up in the area of confidence. The next misconception is around what comes first. A lot of times people feel like confidence comes first, that that people that they look at or situations that they look at and they say, well, that person is doing that because they're confident. Well, Bishop Joel is confident. So he's doing that. Chief Apostle is confident. So, of course, she's doing that. Or uh, Pastor Roz is confident. So that's why she's in this space and in this area. And what people don't realize is that, guess what? They or whoever you look at that has confidence, they operated and they moved first and then confidence came. If you are sitting waiting for confidence to come, guess what? That's not how it works. That is a myth and that is a misconception. I want you to think about confidence almost like a person and you're sitting there saying, well, I'm, I'm going to wait till I get confident to move in the area of ministry that you know I feel I need to move in or to move and go after that lateral or that horizontal position on my job or to do something different in retirement. I'm waiting until I get confidence. Confidence is like a person sitting over there saying, sis, bro, I'm waiting on you. I don't go first. I don't go first. But here's what happens. Confidence comes after you take action. Confidence comes after the action. And it's tied so closely to faith, right? Confidence is really tied so closely to faith. If we look at uh, James 2 and 26, James 2 and 26, for as the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without works is dead also. James 2 and 26, let me read that again. For as the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without works is dead. Is dead also. Confidence is associated and attached with faith. If we think about it, what is faith? Faith, faith is really us operating that we have confidence in God, right? Our con we are so keenly confident in His in His objective and what He's able to do, that's where our faith comes from. And if faith needs works. And if faith needs action, guess what? Confidence needs the same thing. But here's the beautiful thing about confidence. As you take an action and as you walk out the process of your life, your confidence builds. So you might feel like I have 10 or 20 percent confidence in a certain area. But guess what? When God directs you and God leads you with a small step take that small step and then you take another step and then you take another step and then you look and you're 10 steps from where you used to be. Your confidence level goes up, but the confidence for you to finish strong as we slide out of 2022 and lean into 2023 and all the resolutions and the goals and everything that you have written down, whether that's mentally or if you've written it down in a planner somewhere Um, the actions, the small actions that you take will help set you up to continue moving, which is going to increase your confidence. Does anyone remember, does anyone remember the karate kid, right? Um, So the karate kid, his coach, his karate coach gave him one Instruction. One of the original things he said: "Wax on, wax off." Who remembers that? Wax on, wax off. Now, the Karate Kid didn't know why he was waxing a car. He came there to what? Get, figure out how to 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 do uh, karate and figure out how to to reach the championships. But that action of waxing on and waxing off was building his confidence in that action, that one particular action, which later helped him win the championships with the karate. And so let me just stick a stick a pin right here. Some of you are in a place where you feel like, God, I feel like I'm doing the same thing over and over again. I feel like and sometimes it's a good thing. Sometimes it's good. Sometimes it's bad. But sometimes you feel like I am in the same place and I am feeling like I'm doing the same things over and over again. It, if you're here and you want to I see you in the chat. If you want to you want to witness and, and and testify, yes, wax on, wax off. He was giving that instruction, wax on, wax off. The karate kid didn't know what, didn't know why he was doing it, but later that confidence, that action of him waxing on, waxing off made him confident when he was ready for the position. Some of you are in a place where you are feeling like, God, I'm doing, I feel, I'm feeling like I'm doing the same stuff. I, I feel like I am, I'm going in the same circle and you don't know why you are in this place. So can I submit to you that God is working on your confidence because where you are now is not where you're going to end up. A lot of times people look at what we call overnight successes, <laughs> but I heard somebody say an overnight success was took 10 years to create an overnight success. Just because you found out about them doesn't mean they haven't been in the vineyard working. So I encourage you, if you are in that place, in that wax on, wax off place, and you are feeling like you're not making traction, but you know you're sitting in the will of God, it's just you feel you need to be doing something else. I'd have you sit for a second and just just ask yourself: Is this preparing me so that I'll have muscle memory for my next move and for my next place? So those of you know, I have I host the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show. I've been hosting it since two thousand eight, and it's now it's an internet radio show. It's podcasts, all of that. And you know, sometimes I say, mm, do I do I want to pull back on that? Do I want to slow up from that? And God will give me one and he's given me one instruction consistently. Keep going. Like that's all he all he has said about it. Keep going. But I believe that if right now, if someone came and said former President Barack Obama is at your office and you get a 15 minute interview, Oprah Winfrey is at your office right now and you got 15 minutes, no prep. Can you interview them? I would absolutely be able to say yes. I don't know where I'm going, but that's just a simple example of wax on, wax off. But what that action is doing, it's building your confidence. So don't negate the process. Don't circumvent the process. Don't look for an escape route to the process because that process is building your confidence confidence that process is building building your confidence and then you're coming in alignment cuz you've got the confidence and you got the faith and you're working it All right. You're working it. And so you can come into partnership with the word of God and you can come into partnership uh, and agree with the word. I tell my clients all the time, the earth responds to action takers. I can give you all the tools. I can give you all the tips. I can give you the strategies. I can tell you to do Facebook Live. I can tell you to send emails. I can tell you to do reels. But if you just read, (laughs) if you just keep reading it and never take an action, there's nothing for the earth to respond to. What do I mean by that? What do I mean by that? If you take a seed and put it in the ground, provided there is certainly good soil, rain and all of that, the earth is going to produce a tree or produce something. But what had to happen first was the action. What had to happen first was the action of putting the seed in the ground. So confidence comes After you take action. So if you are in a place of feeling like I want to strengthen my confidence, I want you to take action, which, again, aligns right into faith. Because faith without works is absolutely is dead. So as we think about the second thing, and this is my final thing of what we need to become as we think about confidence to finish strong, and my question I'm posing to you, who who do you need to become? The second person or the second thing that you need to become is a finisher. You need to become a finisher. In the chat, right now in the chat, in the chat, in the comments, I want you to share one thing that you finished in 2022. I'm gonna actually share some of these on the screen. I want you to share... One thing. It could be small, it could be big, whatever. There, we nothing is discounted. This is a safe zone. I want you to share one thing. Type it out in the chat on, on Facebook and on YouTube. And while you're over on YouTube, subscribe to our channel and like uh like our um video. Share, I want you to share one thing you finished in 2022. And while you all are while you all are doing that. Thank you. Yes, you have to become a finisher. While you all are um, doing that, um, probably about 2021, I, be- I became a, a planner girl. That's what they call it. Any, I know Apostle um, Regina Strong is one. Um, any, any planner people here? Any planner people? I became a planner girl, um, as they call them in these Internet streets, um, around 2021, Write the vision and make it plain. Right. Write the vision and make the make it plain. I used to be a person. I would keep everything in my head. I would just keep everything in my head. And then, you know, as years go on, uh, you start. You you can't keep everything in your head. And so I started doing a planner where uh, most most mornings I get up and I I, I write out what are some things I'm going to accomplish today? What are some things I'm going to accomplish today? And this one action has kept me honest and I'm able to be more productive and, and accomplish more because at the end of the day, I'll look at my planner and say, OK, there's two things I haven't done. Can I push myself? Is it going to take me 30 more minutes? Can I push myself to go ahead and do it now? Do I finish everything all the time? No. But what? that does is that conditions you to be a finisher. So yes. So let me capture. So yes, Pastor Roz Brown for 2022, she did her book submission. So she's going to be a co-author in 2023. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, Dr. Angeline is writing her book. We take that. Yes, yes, yes. She's writing it Minister Candace finished uh, starting this business Breezy Dream Team cleaning company. Congratulations uh, to you. There's a lot of government contracts available for cleaning. Uh, let's see here. Minister Ertha said she did two classes towards her bachelor's RN. Praise God. Yes, yes, yes. We love productivity. Um, listen, Elder Elder Nayeta Moses paid off a house Come on, big God. Come on, big King. Yes, yes, yes. Chief Apostle, become a finisher. Uh, she finished the winner celebration, which was an awesome success. Finished publishing journals, three, two or three journals. She met um, the doctors, uh, demands for surgery. My goodness, had an amazing toy drive. Uh, so our minds are sometimes conditioned to think of what we didn't do. Our minds, as we think about this topic, confidence to finish strong. And, and my question that I pose to you, who do you need to become? You need to become a finisher. Our minds sometimes are conditioned to think about what we did not do. There was a a study that was done. A, a survey that was done with 20 somethings and 65 year old somethings. And they asked them, what did they regret? And the 20 somethings started talking about regretting the things that they did. Like, I failed out of college. I, you know, was acted crazy at a party. It showed up on social media. I did, you know, just I, I wrecked my parents' car. They started, the 20 somethings started naming things that they had done. When they asked the same question around regrets for the 20, for the 65 year plus, they started naming things that they didn't do. I didn't write the book. I didn't reconcile that relationship. I didn't go travel abroad. I didn't. They started writing down the things that they didn't do. But what I want to encourage you to think about in the space of becoming a finisher, as we l- leap into 2023 and all of the aspirations that you have, I want you to start conditioning your mind that you finish things. You finish things. And so the assignment, an assignment that I have for you, I have two assignments. So before 10 p.m. on Saturday, because you're going to be with us in service uh, on Saturday night, but before 10 p.m. on Saturday, I want you to expand this, this assignment that we just started in the comments. I want you, and I did this the other day, I want you to, to get a piece of paper and write out, and I know it's kind of hard to see, but write out <laughs> all of the things you accomplished this year, ministry, business. Uh, entrepreneurship, listen, your job, your career, children, education anything. I want you to write out everything you've done this year. And I bet you're going to be surprised and you're going to give glory back to God. We forget our minds just can't hold everything, but it's going to be a place of gratitude for you. Especially if you are, if you are feeling some type of way during this season and during this time of the year, which people do, there's grief that comes up, there's regret, there's things you know that come up. If we take a a pause and we came out of Thanksgiving, right? We're just, you know, still in the Christmas season. I want you to write down everything that you've accomplished, big or small, and you will have moments there of gratitude and giving honor back to God but in 2023 here's my assignment because I want you to you're going to need to become a finisher. Every day I want you to finish something. You it can be small. It can be I'm going to I took my socks off and I put the socks together and I put them in the hamper or I put them wherever. It could be I drank one bottle of water. It could be I read a scripture. It could be I did Apostle Hyman did a seven seven a seven minute thing where you go outside and spend time with God for 7 minutes, no music, no nothing. I want you to figure out something every day. It doesn't have to be the same thing, but we are conditioning ourselves to be finishers, right? We are conditioning ourselves that we finish things because here's the thing. So we are in small things. So we are in big things. So we are in small things. So we are in big things. And um, Jesus is our ultimate example of a finisher, He's our ultimate example. Let's go. Let's go to this scripture here. He's our ultimate um, example that I want to want to share with you. Hebrews uh, twelve and two, and this is King James. Looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. Jesus is our example. If we wanna be like, him, we saying, I wanna be like him, I wanna be like him, he was a finisher. But let, if you would indulge me, I wanna just share this in the Message Bible because this is so powerful. So the Message Bible, Hebrews 12, one through three. Do you see what this means? All these pioneers who blazed the way all these veterans cheering us on. It means we better get on with it. Strip down, start running and never quit. No extra spiritual fat, no parasitic sins. Keep your eyes on Jesus who both began and finished this race we are in. Study how he did it because he never lost sight of where he was headed the exhilarating finish in and with God. He could put up with anything along the way, cross, shame, whatever. And now he's there in the place of honor, right alongside God. When you find yourselves flagging in your faith, go over that story again, item by item, that long litany of hostility he plowed through that will shoot adrenaline into your souls. And as I get ready to take my virtual seat and bring up Pastor Roz Brown, the very last words that we have the account of Jesus on the cross. We're cel- we just celebrated Christmas. We're still in the Christmas season. But you do know he came to die. Right. You do know he was born to die. And as John 19 and 30 tells us, when Jesus therefore had received the vinegar, he said, it is finished. And he bowed his head and gave up the ghost. Our prime example, our chief example of a mission that he accomplished. Many things finished along the way, right? Many things finished along the way. Many miracles worked along the way. Many things done along the way. But the last words, we hear it, the seven last words, right? The last phrases, the last phrase, it is finished. And I want to remind you, and I want you to be confident that you can have the confidence to finish strong. And when you think about who do I need to become to do that, you need to become your own confidence coach, and you need to become a finisher,